handsome face, genius in his eyes. She opened the anthology reverently, only to have communion interrupted by the arrival of three women. Hi, she forced herself to say. I'm Patricia Curran. Anne, Becky, and Candace responded in kind. Mid-forties, she decided. Cookie-cutter women. A, B, and C from the same alphabet. They settled on the other side of the pool. Was it her? The angle of the sun? A breeze off the ocean she was missing? Was it Chekhov and the yellow highlighter in her hand? She dropped both in her bag, watched the waves for a moment, lay back, and eavesdropped. Which player? The one in ready position perfection. The one with the very fine ass. If his shorts were shorter or tighter, he couldn't get them on. Or off. He must have a tailor. Those shorts must be custom-made. She turned her attention to the on-court wops and thwacks, trying to discern the sounds of success and failure. She adjusted her chair and rolled over to tan her back, resting her chin on her hands. The player turned toward the pool and pulled off his shirt. He used it to wipe sweat from his face and arms, then tossed it to a corner of the court. Michelangelo's David, sighed A, B, or C. Patricia had forgotten who was who. She sighed too, but at the cliché. He wasn't David. He had the thighs and calves of Bordel's Hercules and broader shoulders than David though the abdomen was right. Maybe that was it, a haughtiness she unintentionally conveyed. He has legs like that dancer, Barry something, said A, B, or C. Barishnikov, she wanted to say. Mikhail. Legs like Vilas. Vilas, she murmured. Who is Vilas? See, Patricia. You don't know everything. She went to the outdoor cafe for an iced tea. Sweet tea, this was South Carolina. Then back to her chair. She tried fear of flying and couldn't help her studious self. She took out the highlighter. Five chapters later, long after the women had left, she ventured into the pool, clutching the railing, sliding her feet over the steps, then moving cautiously forward until the aqua water rippled below her breasts. The sun, straight up and searing her skin, advised her to put on her cover-up and go home. She took heed. Back on the deck, she picked up her beach bag, or book bag, and winced as its straps bit her shoulder. She started for the parking lot. She didn't stop at the tennis pro shop. Something stopped her, or so she told herself as she stepped inside. It was small, unmanned, and jam-packed with merchandise. She considered the apparel and equipment, dresses, socks, shoes, rackets displayed on the wall. She walked across the shop and onto the rear veranda. David was on the far side of the court, directly before her, shirtless still, alone, working on his serve. Tossing, coiling, releasing, leaping, 
connecting. It was balletic. Unnoticed, she watched until he'd served the last of the yellow balls from a wire basket. He was starting toward the near side of the court to collect them when he saw her. He stopped, pulled on his shirt, and approached. She turned to go, or meant to. He looked up at her from the base of the steps. Hi. Hi. I was just... I'm just... It's Thursday. We close at twelve on Thursdays. I'm sorry. The door was open. I guess I forgot to lock it. He smiled and shrugged. So I guess we're not closed. They stepped into the shop together, and she drew a breath infused with sun-baked skin and sweat, indistinguishable as his or hers. The hint of chlorine...